sit with Paul Cripple of Reagan Youth in a hearse in front of Three Links in Deep Ellum. Uh, the singer was in the smart classes. He was always in the smart classes. I wasn't in the smart classes. Now, in elementary school, the smart kids were in that smart class. They didn't mingle with any of the two other classes. And one, like, I remember in the third grade, they came in and they said, uh, in the art project, everyone draws something, you know, and uh, if it had something to do with current events, even better. Now, I had a book on 1970, and Skylab went up in 1970. That's a predecessor to um, the, the Challenger and shit. And yeah. I noticed in the paper it was coming back on, like, page 19, right? But I remember what, looking at that book all my life that when it came time to, you know, paint it, the teacher's like, you copied that. I was like, copied it from where? Like, you know, what is that? That's Skylab. And what does that have to do with current events? Uh, it's coming home. I didn't know how to say it's coming home from space. I just said it's coming home. Right. In third grade. <laughs> yeah. I was in the slow class. <laughs> my mom came, you know, she was only a block away. When I used to raise my hand, can I go to the bathroom? Yeah, I'd leave the school, go to my mom's. Mom, make me French toast. Mom, make me farina. Mom, make me eggs and, you know, sure. And then I'd go back to school like, yeah, I'd take a long dump. Meanwhile, it was like 10 o'clock. I want to eat. Yeah. So, Some um, brunch. when my mom is only a block away, let me go look at your, uh, you know, the art exhibit your school did. And which one is your painting? That one. That one. It's the centerpiece. And you know, all the smart kids were like, "I bet you, uh, who's gonna have the centerpiece? Who's gonna have the best?" None of you. So when it came time for a bicentennial year, they called me out of one of the dumb classes. Yeah, what do you want? Come with us. And I'm stuck in a room with six smart kids. Yeah. They look at me like, why is the retard in here? <laughs> Only one smart kid talked to me, sat next to me and started a conversation. Okay. David. Fucking David. And I became friends Falling with through. the other ones. David, back in third, fourth grade. Yeah. Was fucking um, uh, not a snob. So I liked them immediately. During junior high, my sister was the hottest girl in the neighborhood. She was going to city all the time. Paul, you got to be punk rock. David knew more about music than my sister, and she was three years older. And she went to all the concerts. He knew more about music than, like, anyone. I mean, this guy was not allowed out. After school, he had to go straight home. Weekends, maybe storm for like three hours in the schoolyard. What did he do? He listened to the radio a lot. Yeah. So then I said, let's start a band. Let's start a band. Let's start a band. And you know what? In the eighth grade, I got this guy to rent some mics. Nah, 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 nah. Because you know what? I'm the stupid kid and I'm pushing the smart kid. Let's start a band. Yeah. In the ninth grade, all right, all right, all right. And we did Degenerate. It sounded more like Deep Purple with the keyboard and the lyrics. I gave okay. my daddy a heart attack when I smashed up his Cadillac. And I did it just for fun. You should have you seen him when I got kicked out of school. I didn't know raping teachers was against the rules. We stalked the streets and scare old bags. Can go to the village and beat up bags. What the hell you choose? And you know what? I gave my daddy a heart attack when I smashed up his Cadillac. I did it 
just for fun. You should've, you should've seen him when he got kicked out of school. I didn't know raping teachers was against the rules. We stalk the streets and scare old bags and go to the village and beat up fags with the high heel shoes. And you know what? We were in junior high. As we got older, my physics teacher became our roadie. Every morning, he light us up, meet us, you know, smoke up in his car, and then we go to school. <laughs> but he'd rant, what's Johnny doing out on Tuesday night? What's Johnny doing out on Tuesday night? I mean, like, in the beginning, like, at 8 in the morning, before class started, like, you know, all right. And then after a week, they went, that's genius. I said, what's genius? What's Johnny doing out on tu Tuesday night? It's great. It's amazing. That's the first link for Degenerate, so you're not going to... Paul, you're going to go to the village and beat up fags? Then I'll sing. Uh, you want me to? No, you don't get it. No, fuck those stupid lyrics we did when we were kids. Let's, like, you know, like, do something intelligent. And you know what? It took me a while to, like... All right. You know what? Now the smart kid wants to get involved, and I should listen to him. When we got to high school... Uh, the bass player was too cool for school, and uh, he actually ate out my sister's best friend. He was having threesomes when we were losing virginities, uh, losing our virginities. And there's a picture of him in Legs McNeil's, you know, punk magazine, standing next to Debbie Harry, Joan Jett, uh, David Johansson, Joey Ramone. And it's like, so you know, you met him, you know. The drummer said, I know him, shit, again, but he played guitar. We need a bassist. Hey, well, let's do two guitars like, uh, uh, you know, Dead Boys. It's not going to work because we still need a bassist. And then he got a Rickenbacker bass. He got us our first gig. But it was like two alpha Jews. <laughs> and by Christmas time, Paul, fire him. Fire him. He's become my good friend. He, he's teaching me shit on guitar. Fire him, I can't be in a band with him anymore. You're going to have to deal with him later, Dave. You know what? And I, I remember sitting in a booth at Max's Kansas City. What is it, Paul? You know, why? I mean, you're just sitting here alone. I'm, I'm fired, aren't I? Yeah, you're fired. You know, and then when uh, he saw Dave, what did he say to you? What gives you the right? What gives you the right? What gives him the right? It's his fucking band. We started it. You know what I mean? But he's he's the leader. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm, he, no, no. He's the head amongst equals. We needed equals. And you know what? That band made us, you know, popular. But it was over. We started playing August. It was over in December. When we came back to play the Mug Club, it was sold out. And we had a drummer from this band called The Abused. Now, Dave Sarman, he came and he sounded great and abuse took our drummer. It was like one of the most lopsided trades. Like, wait, we got Tyler Sagan and he's lighting up like 40, 50 goals. Who did we give up for him? Three nobodies. And I don't want to call Charlie Bonet a nobody because he's my first drummer and there's no one like your first. But our musicianship, I True mean, he's that. the best drummer. That first record, he's the best drummer. He's the best musician Reagan Youth ever had. Fuck. You know? And then after high school, I'm going to college. Guys, don't contact me. Al Pike was even worse than, than Andy. Maybe talented, better, but always fought with Dave. Then we got to get rid of Al and we get Vic Venom, who's the guitar player in Nausea. 
I think he honestly thought when Dave said, hey, you want to play bass in Reagan Youth? He said, oh, I'm going to be the next guitar player for Reagan Youth. <laughs> so me and him got together and we jammed a lot. But when it came to playing, you know, in a uh, rehearsal studio, it was just animosity. And um, you know what? Um, him and Dave were fighting constantly. And uh, you know how to stop it? Hey, hey, hey. Dave doesn't want to play no class anymore. Come on, I could just let it go, Victor. Listen, I look, I came up with, and it just turned into Miss Teen America. You know what I mean? And we never, we had a drummer, but we never had four working as one. The closest was that third, was that, you know, uh, second lineup. Now, when we had Victor playing bass and that black guy playing drums in, in um, you know, uh, the... But what's that, um, you know, 84 video, it's pretty big, uh, at the Olympic Auditorium. That's our third drummer and our third bassist. And the drummer, after a year, just says, I'm staying in San Francisco. And when we got the drummer for a heart attack, he said, I really want to join Reagan Youth. The way he was thinking was, I really want to join Reagan Youth. But what I'm really saying is, I want Reagan Youth to join me so I could just keep doing that drumming that got me fired at a heart attack. And we had to change his drumming and all this stuff. And it was, we said, we were tired. Reagan got re-elected. Re we weren't youth anymore. We were 20. People stopped coming to see us. Our last show, our first show, 15 people showed up. And they stayed for the whole show. Yeah. Our last show, 15 people showed up and half of them left. <laughs> after the second song. What? Yeah. And you know what? Dave and his girlfriend had a bunk bed and underneath the bunk bed they let this girl sleep there alright for a long time and uh, she was in the band White Zombie her name is uh, oh god her name uh, I forgot her name but um, she said and she admitted I saw it somewhere she posted it Rob Zombie would pick me up at 12 from you know Dave's place you think he didn't see Dave with the long dreads and all that? Of course he copied Dave Insurgent's look. Now, all you hear from New York Hardcore is, I don't like the Reagan youth with the, with, the, with the dreads. I don't like that. But it's okay for Rob Zombie to have it. Fuck and it. then we Rob play slow. Zombie. And then we play slow like Miss Teen America slow. Yeah. Yeah, that intro. I'm supposed to do a, a, a poem over there like, woman. Chaste female. You know, like, why does she have to be a fucking whore? <laughs> you know? And you know what? That's how the band progressed. And then Dave, after eight years, gave up. Yeah. I think he gave up. And we were going to do House of God. And Javier was still playing drums. There were no drummers that wanted to play with us. When Dave was attacked for owing a drug dealer $500 and he was taken to Bellevue Hospital, he had a lobotomy, a frontal lobotomy. He was never the same. When you're a lead singer, you're a front man, and when there's stitches going around your head, from ear around your, you know, here to the other ear, it does something. We yes. found the best bass player ever. When I met him, I was trying to figure out how to play the Stone song. Um, uh, um, it's just that evil um, got you. Sway. And when I met him, he just started playing Sway. And I was like, wait, that song. I'm f Wait, you know how to play Sway? I was like, I've been trying to. Oh, it just goes like this. 
Yo, he's on the House of God stuff, and this is the House of God lyrics, all right? Oh, Father Sky, so way up high. I sit here and wonder why eventually all things must die. Oh, Father Sky, so uh, mighty high, way up high. I yeah. see the clouds above as I wait for transcendental love, mm-hmm. all right? You don't okay. think that's beautiful? He sings a song on the day I die. His vocal melodies were now, and I'm writing riffs, not chords, riffs. Someone wrote, this is the beginning of grunge, when they hear us play in the beginning at Washington Square Park. And when we play it, and someone posted it, because we did play one House of God song in the beginning with Reagan Youth. But, like, you know, the other songs, uh, there was a video, my mom had to destroy it. Why are you a guitar player? Why are you wasting, why don't you get a real job? Why don't you fix a refrigerator? Why don't you, why don't you go fuck, why don't you go fuck my father and go die already, you fuck? <laughs> That's what I think of parents, by the way. All right? I'm Chief Swiftwater, and you're on the local obscene. The local obscene with Chief Sweet, uh, not Sweet Water, still water. Swift. It's still sweat. Swift. Swift water. Uh, it's the Swift water. I'm blind. I haven't been wearing my glasses, and I'm 55. I could order on the back of the Denny's menu. <laughs> All right. So I've got a scenario for you. Go Are ahead. you ready? Yes. Okay. So you're deep within the woods. Yeah. And you find an ancient crystal. Yeah. And light begins to glow from it. Yeah. So you pick it up. Yeah. And the light explodes out of it into your skeleton and gives you any superpower you imagine. Yeah. In that moment, what do you do? Any superpower at that moment, I would make sure that everyone on the planet hates hate. They hate. Don't hate other people. They hate the things that happened. They hate what they did, but they don't hate the person. They don't hate the other sentient being. That's what I would want. I know I can't ask for world peace, but I would want each and every human being, that one and that one and that one, to be able to look at them and not say fucking low life. Look, I don't like that face. I don't like this or that. Stop. You know what? There is no race. Race is over. It never even, uh, you know what? The race started and it's time to end it. It's ethnicity, not races. Okay? Racism, it's like um, you know, the uh, Northern English have to be racist against the Southern English because the Hadrian's Wall and they got that Roman in them and they're skanky. Oh, it's upper Brits. You know, stop already. I mean, you could like, you know, like, well, his Chevrolet looks just like mine, but his license plate is different. You're going to find so many differences, but you know what? There should be an embracement of individuality. And that's the only way for us to start hate, looking at another human and just hating them. And look, I don't want to see some six foot four, you know, power linebacker look at me like he wants to kill me. 
that ain't cool. And I don't want to look at some, you know, girl or some, you know, uh, guy that's shorter than me and look at him like I want to kill him. <laughs> Do I get angry? Yeah. Do I like, you know, kill anyone? No. Have yeah. I had a chance to kill someone? Yeah. Oh, did shit. I just did did in that split second that lasted for like fucking it seemed like a a minute. You know, if you kill this guy, uh, you're not going to be playing anymore. You're not going to be your apartment. You're not going to be fucking your girl. You, you're probably good. I didn't know when I watched the video, it was so dark, you couldn't tell what happened. And I'm sure everyone has said, well, the guy slam danced in behind me, underneath my knee, and broke my tibia. And when I went down, I took the guitar and swang it, so it went like this. And at the last last second, my bass player, Damien Zeus, said, Paul, did you twist your wrist just a little? Of course he saw it, because he's a real guitar player. And I just, like, if my if I swung as hard as I could, but you, it just hit your hair. He popped up in one second. I'm drunk and stupid, all right? All right, I'm drunk and stupid. He sobered up quick. When I went to the emergency room, like, two, three days later, the guy said he got hit by a car, right? And I was like, no... What pain meds do you want? I was like, what? I mean, how do you walk on that? I was, I don't know, but I'm a quick healer. That's what the specialist for my knee, but I should ask for Oxycontins. I asked for fucking stupid Percocets because Vicodins don't do shit when you're fucking <laughs> addicted. Oh, fuck. It's a crisis. It's a, it's an opioid crisis. And this is, this is what you, people need to do. They need to, be so well that their clinic, their physician gives them take-homes like this. And what I do is they fill the water up to, but when they get lazy and fill it like that, mm -hmm. I save that. And when I go away, I make sure there's twice as much. Because <laughs> things I like, I try. I like to try everything once. Things I like, I try twice. Ooh. What do you like most? makes me feel like I'm floating on a cloud of titties from all the anxiety and fucked up shit that my parents and, uh, you know, the way I was raised. Uh, Dave and I both were raised by the biggest hard asses in the neighborhood. And, uh, yeah, World War II, yeah, World War II. Dave's father was in the army called Anders Army. My father was eight years old, but his father... Um, Died in 1943. Shebenik killed by the Chetniks. He's positive of it. I said, how could you positive of it? And in his village, his dad's army was never there. But, like, there was a different army every week. The British were there for 10 minutes and had to cut out. And when the Germans showed up, where where the supplies? They didn't have time to cut out. See these thermals? They're from Britain. Oh, jeez. Which way did they go? Uh, Yuri said he went that way, and Pavis said that he went that way. You know, I think they split up in two ways. You know, meanwhile, they went that way. Why, why do we care, you know? You're not fucking uh, from this area. And you know what? Unfortunately, where my family, my roots come from, it's the one country It's truly fascist. It's truly fascist. And you know what? They wanted their independence so bad they embraced fascism for it. Now, my mother's country right next to it got their independence, but they didn't have a, the Serbians after them. So they just, 
they never had a country before. It's tiny, and now they have one. The Kurds don't have one. The Basques, the Basque, I, uh, I'm sorry, I'm missing teeth and all this. The Basque population between France and Spain don't have it. You know, yeah. look what happened with that referendum. I mean, you guys live in such a nice spot. Why are you going to fucking hate on each other? Because you can't just call it Basque Spain? No, because if you do that, and you know what? There's a place in the form of Yugoslavia called Macedonia. You know, as a beef with that? The Greeks. Because you're going to say, they're not even close to you. <laughs> so, that's what they've just been called the last fucking, you know, whatever, 400 years. So say that you inherit this power in your skeleton and you do some badass anime looking shit. And you like release this energy, and it just spreads across the entire world, and all the hate is gone. What is, what is your next? I would of create a virus that whoever has more than a million dollars, as soon as that happens, they die, and it's like an invisible methadone. They do tests, and they just can't find out why. And the next guy that takes the money, like, ooh, now I get his million dollars, wakes up. And he's dead. That's what I would like. That's w- That would be like a wish from a genie. So you have almost become like a super rogue hero. You're taking down the system. Uh, listen, when interest badass. becomes more than than the than the loan, yeah, you know, something's fucked up. <laughs> and you know what? I, hey, listen. The Khazar Jew, Rabbi, this... I don't give a fuck if he was the uh, chief um, crazy water of, you know, uh, with interest. It's a bad fucking idea. Interest? Whose interest? Capitalize? So it's like, you know what? We're watching hockey. There's got to be a winner and a loser, but it's only fucking hockey. Teeth are overrated. Look, I can prove it to you. You got a pretty smile. Thank you. (laughs) So, the first leg of the Texas tour. No, the first leg of the Holy Week tour. Holy Week tour? Yes. What is is happening right uh, now? I got All right. I got to clean my band's feet. I got to clean my band's feet because the Last Supper is 40 bucks from this club. 10 bucks for each of us to go get something to eat. Yeah. All right, so I could clean their fucking feet because I am here to serve them. Dave is the father of this band. Oh, I'm daddy. The son. I'm the son, and this son has health problems, so he ain't going to be touring. All right, and we'll see if I do resurrect myself. If this body, which is a temple, if I can heal it with the shit I have, and this is what my doctors say. Wish for the best, but be prepared for the worst. (laughs) Plan ahead. And I'm telling you right now, I'm picking quality of life over quantity. I'll walk around like this for three years instead of shriveled up for 12. That's true. Might as well just go all the way. Yeah, yeah. Push the limits. Yeah, and uh, I just, you know, the only only relative of mine that I... um, that I get along with is my nephew. I mean, yeah. I, I do get along with um, uh, rel- relatives from that fascist country. 
you know, because they're my relatives, they're my last name, I mean, I met them, I seen how evil their dads were to them, all right, my, my cousin, uh, fell off, uh, you know, like, that, you know, when he was, like, two, yeah. broke his arm, you know, and they didn't even put a railing there, you know, and that night, his father got drunk, ripped off his cast with his bare hands and said, no doctor's going to tell me what to do with my son, and his elbow was out to here. Yeah. Now, what did they do to him? They put him on the front lines. You know why? Because he was the baby. Like, yeah, he's the baby, small run. We just shit on this guy. But he's in the front lines. All those other cousins of mine, what, the soccer hooligans? Evita could go fucking suck my dick. But I wouldn't let him. <laughs> him and the soccer hooligans. I wouldn't let him. He could, but I wouldn't let him. Then there's tomorrow. What's yeah. tomorrow? The day the Romans crucified Jesus because he was an anarchist, an anarchist revolutionary. An anarchist revolutionary. Jesus, an anarchist revolutionary. Jesus, Jesus, an anarchist revolutionary. Jesus, an anarchist revolutionary. Jesus, Jesus. Now they like to say the Jews kill him, but they wrote property of Roman, property of Rome. You know the NRA uh, Ro, uh, Roman. That's in Latin for Roman. The R, N R I. You know property of the Roman Republic. Uh, you know so. You know what? That thing about hate, you know, Jews, no, the Jews, the Jews, no, that's just some lie they keep saying at church, because church is filled with lies, like moral, oral, what if God is a lie? And you know what? God isn't a lie, but you know what the ancient Egyptians called nature, um, uh, the God... Uh, that was nature, you know, yeah. uh, uh, was n- nurture, nurture, and the Br- uh, British started English with nature, and um, they separated nature from God, and I'm doing like my own little things on, you know, where I explain like, look how misogynist this world is. We say, why don't you have a pair of balls and do something? What do you want? To run in the back? Don't touch these. These are gentle. You could fuck me up by just uh, being like, you know, careless around these things. But a pussy? What are you, pussy? You won't come to the end of the pool? You know, deep end of the pool? You're a pussy? A pussy could take pounding. Come over here. Tell him. Can a pussy take a pounding and want more? Hell yeah. What about balls? You <laughs> grab confirmed. balls? What about balls? You grab them and yo, if you're if you're just if you're just fucking reckless around it, you could fuck somebody up. It's goddamn sensitive. When I was in junior high, I smacked a, 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 a pizza right out of the oven right in my friend's neck here, and he got really mad because it was burning him, and he kicked me in the balls. I couldn't walk for a week. I could eat that <laughs> shit. Yeah. Pizza All right, here. and listen, where's the other band? The Veg- other band members show they're up? They're coming. It's a vegetarian Oh, they're coming. Ah, oh, that's perfect. I love you. Bye. Nice. That was Tibby. My, she's the Holy Spirit, which isn't the Holy Ghost. It's not a guy. 
the name of Sophia, the biggest church ever built was named after Sophia. Hagia Sophia, which is uh, basically the Holy Spirit. And it's not male, it's female. And I think David was the father. I'm the son. She's going to be the Holy Spirit. So even after I die, when people are like, not even been. Paul's not even in band. But there's an original member. His name is Charlie. He's in Virginia. You want to contact him? Go. If Since you know so much, contact the guy and get the band going with them. I'd love to see two Reagan Newts going while I'm dead and not even realizing the shit is even happening. <laughs> All right? Your spirit will be with them. My spirit. <laughs> the implant. I think all energy turns into some other form of energy. If, you know, like when I eat this, it turns into poop and then fertilizer and burn paper, smoke, you know, everything turns into something else. Even human beings. But we are sentient beings. We don't, we should not apply the law of the jungle here. Right. I mean, don't destroy the jungle, you know what I mean? And I mean, come on, you know, um, you could, uh, the Spanish didn't come to North America. You know why they went to South America? To steal all the wealth, the gold. That's where it was. What do you think, it was in North America, in Wisconsin? In fucking Iowa? They found gold mines in Iowa. No, the Spanish took all the gold. <laughs> all right, so the Habsburg dynasty could have as much money, those Catholics, as the Rothschilds. And why is there a fucking... Pyramid in front of the fucking Vatican. Both charms, and why is there a fucking pyramid in front of the fucking Vatican? Vatican pyramid. Why is there a fucking pyramid? Fucking capital! Why is there a pyramid Trafalgar Square? Who are these fucking pharaohs making us fucking uh, slave wages? Fucking food stamps is what the fucking Romans gave the poor, and the rich got the circuses bread. That if you're a Roman citizen, you know what you got? One thing for sure. If you didn't get it, you you could start a riot and kill the the Caesar. Bread and it came from Egypt. Bread and circuses, the gladiators. Mm-hmm. That's for the rich people. What do you think? You got a box uh, to the fucking um, Dallas Cowboys here? <laughs> Who sits in that fucking box? Yeah, I'm from New York City, and it's not like here, dude. It's it's. I mean, I, look if. You can't own a car because they're just going to tow it and take it. And to leave, like, to, to spend like $30,000 and leave it on the street in New York City, shit. I mean, you know those nice cars they have in LA? The, the, uh, you know, the, those really nice cars. Yeah. Shit. Imagine that. Yo, in New York, you go order food. By the time you come back, that shit's gone. You call the police and you show them a picture. Look at my car. They just, look at you and say you're never going to see that ever again. Ever. 
fuck? It's not like they're stealing some Mazda for the fucking parts or something like that. You know, that, that shit is... You, uh, unless you have uh, garages. And then what are you going to do? Take it out and everyone's going to see it? I mean, you never see cars like that out in New York City. You see Maseratis and shit like that, but you do not see cars like you do out west. Oh, shit. Cruising the freeways. Uh, one question. Yes. I think, uh, what is your given first name? Houston. Houston? I like that. Thank you. In New York, you know how we pronounce that? Uh, Houston. Houston? Yeah. Uh, Someone called me that once, actually. All right, listen. You know what? It's First Street. Se- New York City is a great system. First Street, Second Street, Third Street, Fourth Street, 186th, 207th. And you know what Zero Street is? Houston. <laughs> I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, listen. Man. Thanks yeah. for the join. I think I saved it. I hope I did. Right. She was really fucking good. Cool, man. Well, thanks for being uh, on the listen, fucking local scene, dude. Listen, thanks for doing this. And listen, could you uh, uh, send me a link to it? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Hey, listeners. It's your host, Chief Swiftwater here. Shout out to fucking Paul Cripple of Reagan Youth for letting us get that sick interview. I'm still contemplating all of the fucking mind-blowing concepts. Fuck yes. Thank you, Paul. Go and follow Reagan Youth on Instagram at Reagan Youth Official, Facebook, Spotify, iTunes. If you see a show near you, go and check it out. Buy the merch. Speaking of merch, Local Obscene got a fresh batch of stickers from DFW Stickers. Totally rad company. I highly recommend them. Next up... We dive deep into the fabrication yard where we had a booth at 420 Fest. Shout out to all the bands, vendors, everyone who showed up, had a good fucking time, signed the table. I did not get nearly as much as I wanted to, but I definitely still got some little tasty sound bites from ya. And I did get a lot of the bands playing as well. But I did make a lot of new friends and I met a lot of new people. And if you have a band, if you are an artist, if you run a totally awesome local business and you want to come and be on the show, definitely shoot us an email at localobscene at gmail.com. Find us on our Facebook page and send us a message. We can get an appointment going for you and we'll put you we'll put you right on the show. How about that? Also, I mean if you don't even have like creative ambitions, but you have a really crazy fucking story. I want to hear it. Same deal. Shoot me an email. Shoot me a message. Let's get this going. Hey, 
I got another thing. If you like this show and you want to support the show and you want us to love you unconditionally even more than we already do, head on over to anchor.fm slash localobscene slash support where you can donate to the show and become a monthly contributor or even a one-time donation, even a dollar. Seriously. Goes a long way at the local Obscene Studios. Without further ado, 420 Fest at the Fabrication Yard. Oh, and before I forget, super special shout out to Will for putting us on that event. Much love. Hi, y'all. Um, this is Jet Smith from Corpse Corporation. I do a bunch of dead shit, and um, you can find my page at corpsecorporation.wix.com. And yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for being on the local. Yeah, thank you very much. We are here with Mashed Tato. Oh. Yes, it is me, Mashed Tato. I'm a king amongst many, a drunk amongst few, and I'm always high, so, yeah. So sometimes you're a baked potato? Yeah, and I get to trash potato sometimes, then I get into a smashed potato. It just depends on what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm gonna get trash potato for sure by the end of the night. <laughs> yeah. I might join you. Hell yeah, you will. What's the transformation process turning into a potato? It depends on the drinks and uh, how fucking hard I'm actually going at it, and... I don't gotta piss or not because I have to piss a lot as much as I drink, you know? Yeah. And it goes, yeah. <laughs> the old fucking pisser, man, yeah. Um, <laughs> Tell the world something. Hey, what's up? Uh, shout out back to all the people that just came really far out here to see this show. Fuck yeah. Hope it's fucking lit. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Can I get to words, sir? It was a good night. Yeah? Big booty Latinas. I'm just kidding. No. And uh, we're here with Hunter. In the words of the great DeMarco, big booty Latinas. Yes. <laughs> are you guys recording? Yeah. How's it going, bro? What's up, man? How are you? I'm, I'm good. You good? Are you ready to make some love tonight? Oh, yeah. You already know, dog. <laughs> I, I'm already wearing my butt plug. Oh. oh. Of all things to bring, you brought lime. An animal cracker. Oh, wait, is this... Scooby Snacks. Oh. Scooby Snacks. Limes and... Yeah, uh, fucking... Continental Limes. For the band. For the bands. I don't like them. No, I'm just joking. For my Corona. So, uh... What's Corkscrew been up to these days? Playing shows. We got a show next San Antonio on the 27th. Oh shit, going out of town. What? Going out of town. Yep. Yep. 
fast. Die faster. Um, don't forget your snacks. Get eight hours of sleep. And you too can be a successful superhero. And now it's time for the closing statement. I'm leading a revolution. Together, we will take down the system! We're live? Oh, fuck. Uh, hey, listeners, how's it going? It's your host, Chief Swiftwater here, jumping in, giving you that closing statement and giving it to you good with a kitty cat goom on my lap. That is the sound of kitty cat scratches, if you didn't know. Thank you. Listeners, I can't see it enough, really, from the bottom of my heart and the core of my soul. Thank you for listening to this podcast. It really means everything. And I apologize for the break in time between the last episode and this episode, but I'm going to kick my own ass and start cranking them out for you again bi-weekly and always if you want to be on the show send me an email localobscene at gmail.com find us on facebook localobscene page send me a message tell me what you're thinking you're in a band you do painting you're a photographer you have a crazy awesome business um fuck you really don't even have to be local We can fucking figure this shit out. Technology. Shout out to DFW Stickers for making really awesome stickers for us. I really recommend them. They're great. Again, Paul Cripple of Reagan Youth. What a crazy interview. I really love it. Uh, Probably one of my favorites we've ever had on the show um go follow reagan youth spotify instagram facebook keep up with those guys and also look them up on wikipedia they have been through a a lot and they're one of the fucking original punk bands out in new york and fuck man (laughs) so crazy I've got some pretty big news for you guys. I was looking to book a show on June 14th. So I hit up Growl in Arlington, a totally rad comic book shop interconnected with Division Brewing, and they totally gave me the date. So your boy Chief Swiftwater is going to be playing with... Four other bands on the bill. Local Obscene presents live at Growl featuring Gas Station Sushi. Yours truly, Chief Swiftwater. Bonnie Drive. 3D Specs. And Quixotica. 
it's gonna be fucking insane. 10 bucks. If you think about it, if you do some math, that's only $2 a band. So get there early, drink some whole delicious beer. Mm. Home brewed, division brewing. And read some comic books. Buy some fucking comic books because we gotta support these guys. They're fucking amazing. And let's support these bands and let's fucking rock out all night. Also, I should be having my recorder, so if you want to come by, say some crazy shit. I've got the table set up, and I'm working on getting some more stickers. Hopefully some shirts, too. It's gonna be sick. So, let's get real, you guys. The world is very chaotic right now. There are so many energies, so much negative shit and positive shit and it all seems like oil and water and it's about to fucking explode but it doesn't have to because together through the power of love let us transform this global society into a functioning human machine that sounds terrifying I really don't want to imagine that in my brain, actually. I imagine lots of metal and flesh and... Oh, God, no! But for really... For really reals. Let's... Let's rally together. Tell your friends. Tell some strangers. Let's just fucking do it! Let's rally! Let's get it... Let's get it going, because... In the long run, Earth's gonna explode in the sun or some shit in like a hundred million years or a giant fucking change that we've never experienced could totally wipe us out. So we gotta have a plan B. We got to get off the Earth. Interplanetary colonization. I can't stress it enough. But if you really like this podcast, if you want to support this podcast head on over to www.anchor.fm slash local obscene slash support where you can become a donator and help us achieve new heights new levels darkest corners who the fuck we will utilize your donation in the absolute best way possible to provide you with the greatest content that we can come up and imagine inside of our brains. I imagine the local obscene really being a network of artists and creative people who want to share their things and through all of the sharing, all of the episodes, telling all your friends, word of mouth, everyone gets lifted up by this vehicle and that would be so fucking amazing support your scene wherever you are well listeners until next time i'm your host chief swiftwater signing off <laughs>